White woman. It's catchy, Bo. Bo Birmingham. Oh, that's what that is. I only saw like the first 20 minutes of it. Then I got right. sad. Here's some things we can talk about. Christian's SLC, SLC, SLS experience. Let's see it. You were like front, front and center, baby. I got kicked out of everywhere. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least you looked like you were in there. Yeah. Um, oh, you were like just wandering into. I had every fucking t- bracelet I could get my hands on, and they still like would, <gasps> I'd be somewhere, and then they'd be like, "You're not allowed to be here," and I'm like, "Okay," and then I'd just be put mood over to some other other fucking or uh, not mood um, corralled or there's another bovine term that I was looking for, but my brain is absolute trash uh, after the abuse that I have given given it uh, all these years. But um, yeah. Brain SLC abuse. went out for the Tony Hawk Vert Alert. I uh, contract for Vans, so sometimes I get to do these fun little trips. And uh, yeah, it was really cool. It's got a uh, couple of the Vans guys now that Mr. Hawk is part of the crew and uh, Vans sponsored it. And I haven't been to like a Vert event in years. Was so it strictly Vert? Only Vert. I mean, I didn't know Salt Lake or uh, Salt Lake City Street League was also happening. So that was. Like and oh really? We got um, a text that there was like a a dinner for Vans the one night, and like Jeff Rowley rolled up and I'm like ah, I didn't know he was gonna be here, and he's <laughs> like what are you guys even out here for? And I'm like oh what are you out here for? <laughs> and so got to have a couple beers with him, which was that's, that's awesome, pretty rad and um, wow interesting. Human. He's got some stories for sure, obviously, and uh, yeah, just a fun whirlwind of like him showing up, being like, "Oh, Cab and Hasoy are gonna be here," and then us were like, "Oh yeah, Street League's happening too." So, got to double down and uh, harkening back to our contest episode, the first night. I don't know if it was the first day. I was just like real grumpy or what, but I was just like, "This fuck this contest. This is the most boring bullshit." It's the same fucking tricks they do every goddamn time. I don't care, blah blah. And I was, but then the second day, I like stuck around and like seeing like the girls skate, um, and just like that that little Raisa girl, so sick. She's just pumping up the crowd and like shouting out the camera and running around mm-hmm. like. So stoked! This she was did. Street League, or that was at Street League. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she did like, the kickflip front board, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, she rips. She's got like that perfectly like light footed backsmith. Ooh. Um, just like yeah, and then even like the men's competition, like the way that played out. And granted, maybe they played into it for uh some theater, some uh some drama. Who won? Gustavo Ribeiro. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, he uh he won, and like. He did some gnarly shit, and uh, des- I, he for sure like deserved to win, probably. But also, like, there might have been some fuckery with the scoring. Like, really, dude, the scoring's so fucking arbitrary. Just like, also in their defense, having to just like, that's a that's a nine point one, that's an eight point seven. Like, how how do you tabulate that? Uh, it, you know. But also at the same time, it's like there's not a lot of it's. It seems very arbitrary. Like, why? Like one, I th- um, you could I think you could go play it back and be like, well, he did this trick and he got this score and he got this trick and he got this score, and it's like the same trick and it's two different scores and it's like, well, well he was a little sketchy and you're like, I guess, mm. but 
I mean, how do you how do you even judge like a surfing con? I think skateboarding is tough. Like I I would look out at surfing. I mean, not really being a part of that culture in any way, shape, or form. But even then, it just takes a a lot of like not innate knowledge. Just uh just just from having surfed so much, you you can have you you're able to like rate something so subjective yeah who are the judges oh billy marks was one Whoa. of the judges i saw he was at rolling around i think uh crazy does he still skate yeah he's he still rides for a uh, toy uh fucking fallen oh <laughs> yeah nice the fallen 2.0 or whatever they were. well i haven't seen those anywhere i that on his feet were the first time <laughs> i've seen them in years so are I they looking? knew that they were back. Yeah, I haven't seen them either. I mean, they look like exactly how you remember them because they're exactly <laughs> the same shoe. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, it was just like a canceled account and then just give them a call back and like, I'm ready. I'm ready to come back. Fire up the machine. <laughs> yeah, I, there's some weird thing with like licensing where people, I don't know, because obviously Jamie's not involved with it anymore, but like Chris Cole is again now and... Oh, I thought he's Jamie's not. Oh, Jamie's with Stray. Yeah, he's with Stray. Which I also never see at stores. Yeah, um, I don't know that they're really trying to make a big push to be in skate shops. Like, I I don't know that they have like the Crazy. highest margins because that's a real. Yeah, they're like very affordable. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, maybe. Right. Who else was judging? Shit, I, just <laughs> probably Jason Rothmeyer and like the same like the that group of people. I forget. I didn't. Billy Marks was the one that stood out the most, obviously. And Definitely. then I'm sure if like we could look it up and you see who judges, but it's just it, like, to your point, what you're talking about with skating, like being able to judge it is one thing, but to be able to judge it unbiased is something else. Cause it's like, you're probably going to judge Nigel a little harder than you are. Maybe this new up and comer that like has a more of an underdog story or Maybe it is unbiased, and I, I don't know. And maybe because there are several judges, it averages out, so the biases cancel each other out. I don't know. It just the scoring is a little silly. But and but also the fact that I'm even talking about this that I even care is like a, a testament to that contest because it was really entertaining actually by the end. Um, and I had kind of written it off, so I just. I was going to say, yeah, Nyjah, by virtue of skating so many contests and setting the bar so high for himself, you're right. It's like you have to, as a judge, you have to be able to, you see, I mean, Nyjah's just consistent in general. I don't watch enough of the street league to know if he's had like an off contest, but I don't think that's the case at all. I think his off days are still like head and shoulders above most people's on. Still in the finals. Yeah. Just watching him do these tray flips across the little, little bump to bump. Like every single time, just like, just like little floaters. Yeah, like his little—not quite a full yo flip, but his just little dangle back leg, and just—it's—it's it's like an afterthought. He—it's—it doesn't even have to focus on it. I'm like, that would take me all fucking day. Mm-hmm. It's like so frustrating for one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'd be like upset, but also stoked. But <laughs> why like, did that take so long? Finally, but but fucking finally. <laughs> I did a tray flip. It's a. It's a testament to how hard skating is. I actually had that thought the other day is uh, we were skating that three stair at a, I won't mention the name of it. Don't want to blow it up, but. Uh, very famous spot. Very, it, apparently. But uh, there's people walking past us a lot. And I, a couple of times when I fell, someone was like, and that's why I don't skateboard. And I'm like, dude, you know, I, I don't like to fail. 
Yeah, right? <laughs> a little bit. I, it's, I, it's never, ever felt... Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. But also, like, skating is very hard. Super. Or is skating very easy? I think, skate, I think there gets a point in skating where it's less about physical capability and it's much more about the mental. Because I, I had a thought, like you go on any of the media sites, there's another thing we're gonna talk about later. You go on any of the media sites and you see people from all over the world that are exceptionally good. So it's like, in one instance, skating is difficult, but then there's a lot of, there, there is more and more examples just with more and more access to these skaters that like, Skating might not be that hard because there's so many good people now. No, I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that at all. Well, I think it's hard for everyone. And even if you are that good, you know, you have to like constantly mm. push yourself to be even better than you've been. That's right? true. So I guess, yeah, it's a lot more because I think if you, I mean. And sometimes it like seems easy, but like how long had that had person been trying that thing? Yeah. Whatever it is. I don't know. Well, that's what I was thinking when you were talking about doing the tray flip from, you know, the kicker to kicker or whatever. That's what I was imagining in my head. It's like, Nyjah's probably done that a hundred times, a hundred thousand times more than we've ever been privy, yeah. just just with access to those skate parks. But then it's like, you're trying, in, in the one time we would be trying it, we would, try, we would be trying to encapsulate years worth of practice that he had into one set, one session. Any kind of physical activity, especially like athletic or, you know, dance or anything like skating is a little different than like it, the, I think the closest sport I could would compare it to is golf because it's like there are external factors and like you mm-hmm. basically train your Wet body, the weather, the weather, yeah. like if you land in a certain terrain versus another, like that's true. E- yeah. Like even if it's a fairway, like it's not like it's as perfect. For PGA, let's say, it's probably as perfect as it could possibly be, but it's also like this kind of grass is different than this kind of grass. The wind is this, the air is this, what the whatever. Like there's all these minute details that factor into like how you're able to perform, even if you're able to perform at your peak perf- like perfection. Like if you can clear your head of all the other bullshit and just focus on the physical motions of what you're doing. Because, like, it is, like, skating, those dudes probably have their boards so, like, locked in to exactly how they want, like, trucks tight exactly how they want. That's why, like, somebody like Daywan is such an anomaly, because it's like, yeah, I kind of have a bushing in my truck, like... No. Sometimes uh, my wheel's on there. Dude, (laughs) honestly, though, honestly, that, that shit, not to get you off your point, but that shit looks so ugly to me when they do tricks and their fucking truck, like rattles yeah like a death oh. rattle is like or like a like a rattlesnake actually i i mean when matt uh fucking god rodriguez does it i love it because he's just like flowy and it just adds to the, the whole vibe but he was on ipath right yeah he, yeah he was like ipath incarnate <laughs> <laughs> he might still be on ipath hope so um bring those back get rid of actions we're bring due back we're due for a summer of brown cords and white t-shirts and high mid tops with the fucking strap baby Damn. bring it back i'm down with it, it sounds I'm gonna, like a i'm good gonna get fit. in the ears of vans and just be like all right it's the summer of the half cab strap what do you think <laughs> just make it a little puffier dude the half cab would be nice with a strap could or well, make mean, it a little higher yeah 
Take it up to a three-quarter top. A full cab? He has one of those, doesn't he? He has like a three-quarter top shoe. Uh, the full cab is like a full high top. Yeah. but The one with the dragon on the Yeah. On the it's like what patch. the original shoe was, and then people were, were like cutting it down, and then uh, they, they caught up, and they are like, yeah, let's just make it a half. So that's hence the half cab. Half cab. Oh, How many not pairs of half cabs have you guys had? A lot. Hmm. Uh, not many for me, actually. I had... I think I had a, like I have a, three currently. Whoa. <laughs> That's, dude. I saw some today that I was bummed that I didn't get the all black new ones. They just look, oh, yeah. they just look like boots. Yeah, they retooled that whole line and apparently the the cabs, the half cabs are the best they've done with. Like that, everybody. Like, the most significant improvement. Yeah, everybody's just like, this is so, like, th- we already liked that shoe, obviously, but then like now people are like, it's even better. And it's yeah. Like, oh. How long has that been around? Like. Fucking ninety two. Whoa! Like God damn! What? Almost thirty years? Yeah, maybe. I miss. Maybe I'm I miss the. Uh, gonna fact check myself here. Do you remember the white cabs, the white leather ones with the red dragon, uh, stitched in? They were like just like a regular shoe. Mm-mm. He had a commercial for him where he skates the van skate park and he's skating a lot of street and it looks kind of it's like really dramatic lighting. <laughs> yeah, street cab. The, one in Huntington? No, the I think it was the original orange one. What? The, the, like, the, the park. That, yeah, at the block. At the block of orange, baby. <laughs> Damn. I, I have stories on days for that. What were we talking about originally, though? Uh, <laughs> I fucked it up. Street league, golf. Contest. Golf, yes. You were equating skating to golf. I thought that's funny because I had a similar thought that I think if you're going to put skateboarding in the Olympics, it's going to be under the gymnastics, like, umbrella i think it's especially vert especially vert yeah i think vert is olympic or vert is gymnastics it's more of a synchronized swimming than a than a wrestling or like uh running or something Hmm. it's like not to generalize or simplify most other sports but like it's a it's a way simpler concept you have to do the thing yeah it's like ball goes here these people are in the way of the ball getting there. So, you know, not, th- I mean, that's about as dumb and down as you can make it. Whereas skating, it's like, yeah, well, there's all these different places you can do all these different tricks and you could do that trick. However, so high, fast ways. or long you, you know, and with, you know, it, there's just so many other variables, which, you know, getting back to the scoring thing, it's like, well, how do you score three different frontside airs or, you know, m- fucking inverts or whatever else <clears throat> yeah you have to and that's what we were talking about earlier as well as like the the nuances of judging skateboarding contests i think when you're there i think it's a little harder to pick up when you watch it but when you're there you can kind of pick up on the energy of the line like you can tell that the rider felt good about it you know what i mean yeah like they, you can see that though. Like, it's if they're expressive. I don't know. It's also like, like street league's kind of its own thing because it is trying to be so sterilized and like they are trying to be so like the gold standard of. Yeah, they are trying to be unbiased and make it all about you know the the stats and whatever. And so I think that's probably why they get more flack. Cause like you, you, no one, I, I don't, I can't recall the last time like a, a Tampa pro people were like, nah, he didn't win, man. He didn't win. Cause it, 
because Tampa Pro is like, well, who won the party? Mm-hmm. And that like, so everybody knows like when Ashad fucking ripped around the park and threw up everywhere, and he's like, yeah, he fucking won. He crushed. He fucking partied the whole time. It's like who skates the best after all the partying? Yeah, it's like, who, <laughs> but it's like who, that's more of a. That's why I like always revert back to that because it's like it, it wasn't who got the best score. It's like who was the best skateboarder at that contest that day, mm-hmm. and that to me is more in line with what we're trying to be about and promote and be, like rather than like yeah his he he flipped his board a, a one more rotation so he got point five more po- like I don't care like you know it's granular and some people are about stats and shit but like. Somebody who's not fixated on th- that kind of level of detail. I'm just like, yeah, but what did it make me feel? And like, granted, Streetly actually made me feel something that time because I was like, I was at the end of it. I'm like, it literally came down to the wire between Nyjah and uh, Gustavo. And I was like, I don't know. And then like, either way, it was like the fucking champ, like put it down and like walked away. I'm like, all right, well, good for him. He like... It's impressive when somebody like is at the point where they're like, uh, you know, win, win or lose, here we go, and then you win. But also like, it was exciting to see like this kid have his first time like in the limelight or at that level. You know, it was, mm-hmm. it was cool. It was fun. And Damn, we're pro Nike, we're pro Street League. Yeah, I pro mean, Barracks. What else? <laughs> uh, Karuma. I'm pro Karuma. <laughs> Karuma. I Karuma. Hi, Karuma. I, yeah, let's just vow to never learn how to pronounce that. Karuma. Carrie. Carrie underwear. Speaking of contests. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so you went to Street League and you were immediately impressed, and now you, all you want to do is skate parks oh, and, that do, and do parks. lines. I just want to go to the mirrored skate parks with all of the street league uh, <laughs> obstacles. Yeah. Just the down rails, the hubbas. Those are so big, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever. That's a whole other can of worms. I will say the vert alert contest was fucking sick. And I, they kind of shot their wad the first night because it was like a, the veterans demo. Mm-hmm. So it was just like Tony Hawk, Cab, Soy, Lincoln Ueda, yes. Sandro Diaz, Andy Mack. Like, speaking of being down, Andy Mack, down for Andy <laughs> What? <laughs> Rodeo flipping all around the oh fucking place. Oh, my God, yeah. That was awesome. It was, it, like, because that's what worked well, because so Streetly ended and pretty much everybody spilled over for this vert contest, and hopefully, I mean, hopefully somebody planned it, and then if they did, great job, because if that was just a happy accident, it's about as great of an accident as you could hope for. Because literally, like, Nyjah's sitting next to the vert ramp. Ashad, they're all, like, literally on the ground because nobody had planned ahead to be like, oh, they can come over and sit here. But the vert demo goes off. Hawk, he's been doing it forever. He knows how to fucking put on a show. He's literally doing, like, a, a little talk with, like, Andy before the thing. He's like, all right, and then we'll do this. And, like, Whoa. so they, he knew at some point they're going to do their doubles. And then even they fucking did a triple. There. Oh, I saw that. That was San- Sandro Diaz going to the top. That dude was gnarly. He was yeah. like going like six to ten feet higher than everyone else Whoa. and just blasting and f- oh, it was that- so fucking powerful. Like Lincoln Uyeda is still gnarly, but he. Was, yeah. I didn't. 
realize, I guess he was like the second dude to do the 900. 900. No way. That makes sense. He gets Sa- pretty high. Uh, Sandro, not. Oh, oh. <clears throat> yeah. But he, again, when you see it, you're like, yeah, I think you would have enough air time to figure that one out. Yeah. I used to, wa- I used to watch, speaking of Vans Skate Park as well, I used to watch Lincoln Ueda there Whoa. when they had the, the proper size half pipe. Yeah. And yeah, it was I forgot they truly unbelievable. You would be you would be on the street park and then in your field of vision, yeah, up to the top right corner, just where you can't see was him. And, and then you'd be like, What is it? Oh shit, that's a pr- oh, it's Lincoln. <laughs> oh my god. I, I remember him just for his cool ass name. I just remember I like he Ueda. was like this little dude and he was always just like oh, is he little? blasting ears. I oh. think he had a part in the New Deal video and was like so fucking like I don't know, like, cause Vert, I think for a lot of us, like was kind of not relatable because most people don't get to see it live or like even step on a Vert ramp. So like, you know, you see the the back and forth on the contest and it's, it is what it is, but like seeing it live is just so much, it like, it's same with the, like the combi contest where you're like, Mm. you don't really understand how fucking gnarly that shit is until you're just like, dude, dropping into the combi pool alone is like, it's never going to happen. Yeah. Uh, On my butt when I'm having fun, that's about it. Yeah. I was filled with water. I'll drop in. I was like in my head. I'm like, I haven't dropped in on a vert ramp in years. Is this, is this the weekend I do it? And then like being up on top of it, it, I wasn't going to do it around anybody. Like when people are watching and then I had to like slide down it a couple of times just to get off the ramp because I got kicked off here. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, even doing that, I was like, that, that was exhilarating. <laughs> <laughs> My heart is racing right yeah, now. You could pay 15 bucks to skate the park two hours or you could pay $10 and just slide into the combi <laughs> pool <laughs> with a fucking potato sack. Do just you have any closing thoughts for Salt Lake? Because you're so, moving there now, right? No. I'm not. I mean, maybe in a year. I'm giving myself another in year, year here, Damn. of because uh, I, I can't just keep struggling for how much money I make. Heard that. Well, if I can Amen. just pick up and move and make what I make here, then like be a little bit more comfortable somewhere else. Have more space. Just a little bit more of a future. Regardless, Salt Lake City was really sick. The locals, this dude Mo, showed us around. Fuck, and like they threw this game of skate contest yes. after. Uh, street league and like just invited the street league pros they just threw it out and they got louis lopez Hell yeah. and ryan DeCenzo to cruise out to Seriously. a local game of skate event which is like like kudos to those dudes just Where for was being it down it was at this uh a, this, a parking lot it was just literally a parking lot classic and just everybody just shows up and having a good time there's a game of skate Two, a couple games of skate. Nija ends up showing up and doing like an after the after the game game. So like, <clears throat> he gained some points for me. I'm like, that's fucking sick that you're just down to show up and hang and you know be part of the the scene. But like, interesting. Big big props to like all the all the locals in Salt Lake because everybody was fucking like there was nobody had attitude. Everybody's like super welcoming, nice. Mm. Uh, like there's like this dust box crew that are fucking rad and then there's this company called adult toy and like yeah the dudes that are running that are people that are like everybody that was around 
It was like all cool, cool people, good vibes, fun bars. Just can't say enough good things about them. So hell yeah. Wow. Uh, sidebar did have run into Richie Jackson out there. Oh, sick. <laughs> and he is full on Trumpy. He is like what? conservative, anti-vax. He's he <laughs> talking about handlebars. Handlebar pirate oh. ass fucking dressed up like goddamn Captain Jack Sparrow, Richie Jackson. <laughs> dude, it's, be, it's because Trumpy at you think that dude oh, Trump God. wants to fucking hang out with your goofy ass? <laughs> I mean, I don't think Maybe. he wants to hang out with any of their goofy asses. Uh, yeah, but at the, um, at the core of it, I see that though. I see that though because I I used to watch how he would react to to stuff on like Instagram and whatnot. And he, uh, I think he just probably read too many comments about how fucking kind of kooky he is yeah maybe he got pushed to the other side by how how much backlash For he got sure. from like the mainstream skate crowd it's his fault i mean no one's <laughs> <laughs> you know. looking like he's coming skating out of the goonies with that outfit but sergio i'm curious what you want to or what do you have to say about vert skating in general vert yeah. i don't really have an opinion i haven't really seen too much of it and nor do i really like partake in it at all uh, when I, you, like, rarely drop in on anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a street That's kid, so you know? Funny. Like, I, I like ledges and, I don't know, stairs. You like that flat earth. Yeah. Well, stairs, too, you know? That's, um, that's flat Or even, flat. like, a hill bomb, you know? But more, yeah. more street-oriented things. So I just never... It wasn't really around me growing up. Do you, what do you uh, when you see like a vert part advertised? Have you ever watched it? I always watch them. You always watch them. Yeah, I'll watch them. They're insane. Like, yeah, they're boosting the highest airs on like the gnarliest spots, and I'm just like, I could never, but I can appreciate it. Like, Provost is one of those dudes that just is like launching the highest front blunts and shit, and you're just like, dude, I could never, but I can appreciate that that is difficult. What about proper vert with like pads and a helmet? I mean, I'm down. Tony Hawk, you know. Okay. Um, Just the best to ever do it. You're down. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <coughs> He's a prime example, you know. Yeah. Um, but who else? Like, Have you seen Danny Way's DC part? Uh, is that where the Mega Ramp is debuted? I feel like Brinkwist. Maybe, no? I think the DC video was the, the, the origin of that. And then Bob kind of took it and evolved it. Oh, okay. I think that might have been where... Because I think Bob even like had a loop and he took a made a gap Whoa. with the loop. And oh, yeah. He cut out the top. <clears throat> yeah. The very top one. Yeah. Which is fucking <laughs> crazy. <laughs> that, uh, he was there. And he... His kickflip front board, still, dude. Oh, that was Jimmy Wilkins. I oh, think. that was? Mm-hmm, the oh, like over the gap. Yeah. Yeah, well, Bob, dude, I thought it was Bob, Bob came out for Oops. the veterans demo, and he's wearing S again, which is sick. Yes, it was, and it was, they <laughs> yes were like some old looking. Uh, I forget Hitch which ones. Asses? Yeah, but like the '90s ass, like semi progressed or like tech looking S. Super tech, double capsule. And that dude, like y- y- watching those guys skate together, you got a real feeling for why, like for like how it got to the 900 because those dude, like they're just not. I think it's probably less, a little less competitive and maybe jockish than it was in the '90s or whatever. Mm. But like, you could tell they're all like, "Oh, you're gonna do that? Well, here, come, here I'm coming. Like, here I, I'm gonna go." And like, you just see Bob start revving up. Uh, it was like one dude did a manual on the vert ramp and back in, and Whoa. Bob's like, "All right, all right." And then he like did a nose manual, and it was like, so, like not, you know, fucking gnarlier. Bringing it, but. Yeah, Bob was definitely. I think Bob was probably a big like uh, 
galvan galvanizing force in terms of like, all right, you learned that, I'm gonna learn this. We're gonna push and just, skating. Yeah, he but did. like he always every all of his I always remember his contest, that was the thing that first of all they would always say about him is that he was very progressive because he would not grab a lot of the times or skate switch. Yeah. Whoa. And it was always like, yeah, switch flips, no grab, just like catching it and floating it. Well, dude, do you remember like when they had the <sighs> the extension grind bar at yeah. one of them and he like switch, I don't know if you call it, fi- I guess it would be switch, switch nose grind, fakey flip out. In, wow. Like, it, it's, it's Back nuts. into transition. Like, and you don't, yeah. it, you know it's gnarly, but like, then, like, when you watch p- people do it live, and I think that's why, like, it, it is harder to relate because most people don't get to watch it live. They don't have a, a vert ramp around. And if they do, they don't have anybody that's, like... That good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not skating it like that. Like, what's the closest here? El Dorado? <laughs> or... Ghetto Park. Ghetto? Yeah. I mean, that's not a vert ramp. That's, that's like a... <laughs> that's our vert ramp. Yeah. Vans, maybe. <clears throat> I don't think they have one. Like... I, well, Vans doesn't have... Well, they have the pool. They have a big mini ramp, but they don't have a, a vert ramp. Lizzie's backyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, technically. <laughs> uh, like, right. backyard ramps would be the closest, and you have to know got to know people. the people. Have you guys inspected that ramp? Like, see, she has, like, plants outlining it. They're cute. It, it looks cool. It looks Where really it? cool. Let's blow up the spot. <laughs> Maybe. I, if she invites me to <laughs> she fucking, won't if we if she invites me to sit down and watch and just like not participate maybe do a kickflip on the flat part on the bottom yeah or just like pump <laughs> back and forth like a little baby a little bite a little rocking baby action all right so yeah so vert isn't for me but i like it not even when you're an old man trying to skate you're not I think gonna it'll be like transition and stuff like that. It's one of my bucket lists. You know? I, I want to rock fakie on vert before I, my legs give out. Oh my god! Yeah, I just vert is the only thing where it's like in street skating. If I visualize a trick, there's I can like see, see myself landing it, or I can see myself getting close to it. Rarely do I ever see myself immediately falling. When I visualize certain street tricks, everything on vert I visualize, I see myself falling. Like getting caught up. Just like, I, I think it's like a huge mental block, a huge fear. Like even on a rock fakie, which I do all the time on ha- on quarter pipes, on like a proper vert, just because I'm, I'm, I've seen how they like tilt back this way. Like the top of the coping tilts back like that. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, terrible thing to do over a podcast, but it, I don't know how to explain it. It just doesn't look right. Over-vert. It's just not Christian, you know? It's just not. No. <laughs> Well, it's even just dropping in, like when that muscle head at, at Tony's ramp that it was like kind of a viral clip, he just drops oh, yeah. in. The fact that you can just drop in and fall 13 feet to your Oof. shoulder, like on one of the simplest things you're supposed to be able to do. Uh-huh. As like, a skater. Yeah. Or like the thought of rolling in on a, on a vert ramp is terrifying. Yeah. And like, I don't think I would, like, I would try it if somebody like dared or paid me. But that's about the only it. <laughs> only reason or way I would ever tr- even try. And I would be, p- every pad you got, I would, <laughs> I'd be like, bam, fat suit, padded, <laughs> padded up. Like I would try it if I had the fat suit. Even then, though, you could just whiplash, smack your face. Oh, yeah. And you're done. Probably forever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And then, and then there were those people walking past me at the spot being like, and that's why I don't skateboard. <laughs> and that's why I don't skateboard. <laughs> 
fucking idiots. That's funny, dude. Anyway. Anyway. Double Vertmo. Long live Vert. Long may it live. Long may it prosper. So if Vert is being resuscitated, what's the next? I guess freestyle. Andy Anderson's trying to get freestyle resuscitated. Yeah. Do we need that? I think we need a contest that has multiple disciplines with the same <laughs> with the same amount of emo- with the same amount of like gusto that you have for like a street Let's contest. So like it. a hill bomb. Fuck yeah, slalom. Vert. Yeah. Bring back Vert. Breaker Sherlock. Freestyle. Down style. <laughs> freestyle. Game of skate. Game of skate. A street section. Okay, this is what a long, get, long I mean, this is everything. This right? is a weekend. What about that <laughs> Gesmer shit where they would like be on roller skate course and just do that choreograph, like the choreographed routines where that's real dancey? Sure. sure. I'm down. It's, yeah. not, it's like not even tricks. It's like the shit where skateboarding would have gone had like the, the Z-Boys not come around and just is it like fuck some it, punk rock into the scene? Is it? I, the only reference I have in my head is like a Japanese lady like skating a longboard and she's like walking all over it. Oh yeah, that's another one. Yeah, <laughs> that shit's wild. Do we include all boards, penny boards, longboards? Hey, as long as it's got four wheels, brother. No, all right, amen. <laughs> no, and then we'll have a contest for wacky boards. Dirt board. Yeah. <laughs> Monster truck board. I I say, why the fuck not? And get a bunch of these. Get like. I mean, Jesus, get all the shoe brands involved. There's at least 200 million skaters to work with there. Dan Gesmer. Dan Gesmer. Heard that. Um, yeah, just bring all the the uh, the disciplines together and just kook it out and make skateboarding not cool again so we can go back to being a counterculture. Oh, my. Yeah, get us out of the Olympics. I do Dan Gesmer stuff when I'm... <laughs> when fucking I'm tired. Around. Yeah, when I'm fucking around. <laughs> I'm tired. I see. I'm like, ah, dude, I'm done. (laughs) There, there is uh, skateboarding and figure skating and gymnastics. There's a lot of crossover. I don't know if a lot of skaters would like to admit that, but I think there's a shit ton of crossover. Just and especially in the the contest form, just the way you judge it. I mean, the way that like I grew up, my mom used to love watching figure skating contests. Well, really? Yeah, dude, she was all about it, and. and the way they would talk about it, it was like, I would I would find myself uh, saying like, that's skating. how I talk about skating, mm-hmm. and it's like about the energy, it's about the the uh, momentum, the rhythm, the song choice, the costume choice, which is something I want to bring up real quick. We'll do some fancy editing with this. Um, I got what skate costumes skate costumes yeah okay. i i bullied myself out of wearing two different types of pants before skating today but let me <laughs> and let me and, and i think my reasons are valid okay because i put on a pair of pants that were a little too baggy and i was wearing all black shoes let me just paint the picture all black shoes fit. all black shoes white very white tube socks underneath that were very visible because my pants were very baggy and had the worst fucking fray cut on the bottom that uh, stoned Adam could deliver, and uh, and then I'm wearing a blank shirt skating, and this out this outfit is like akin to stuff you see people wearing in like very artistic parts and very you know it's like very intentional skating. Is it a black shirt or a white shirt? It was a it was a heather gray shirt, <laughs> but then it's like I was like I don't want to. I mean that's like just a like Tom a skater K part. Yeah, him. it's pretty well. I I'm thinking more like. Uh, Tyson Peterson, almost. I don't feel like he's curious. <laughs> he's not, dude. Yeah. Uh, he's so eclectic. Like, I never know what the man's going to wear. He, he's, yeah, he's like a, I think it, they documented, he's like a, a thrift store fiend. 
He's all up in those things. He's also been running a piece of piece of caution tape on his truck for like three years now, at least. What the fuck? Why? One of the first trips I went on with Vans, we were in uh, New York. He gets like real. uh, I think he gets real superstitious about things, because even like when he was getting first on Vans, he went through Pittsburgh and like Pittsburgh dudes, we're kind of haters. We just look for any reason not to like people, but like uh, one of the one of the biggest haters who's my, also one of my favorites, but <clears throat> regardless, he was like, no, we, we back that dude. He was just like, he would only wear the one, sw- and it's in his, like, that uh, no other way part or whatever. He's wearing, like, this pen sweatshirt that he got on the trip, and he's like, I keep getting tricks in this sweatshirt. I'm going to mm. keep wearing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hell, yeah. But, like, that caution tape, I think, is the same thing, because yeah. he, he was running it. I don't know if he got it while we were in New York. Like, it's wrapped around Wrapped the around truck? the base of his truck. Not on the actual like hanger. Not on the hanger, no, because oh, yeah. it would get in the way. And, yeah, that's how I'm but like. Well, if you look shredding? at his clips, like he's still like, especially that new one where he's showing off his colorway. Uh huh. Everybody should go watch it. Engage, he, like, engage. Oh, what's share. it called? Uh, it's called the Wavy. Yeah. Oh, but, that's like, the name Bobby of the part. Bills fi- filmed it, and it's like super slow mo right up on it. But you can see like oh. the caution tape on it still. It's fucking. But I, I'm sure it's like some superstitious thing at this point. Yeah. I mean, I'm like that now. I'm pretty like dead set on leather shoes for skating after my experience with the 440s. Well, it's like that Reynolds shit. We all got to figure out our what our how we fixate and what makes us men- mentally calm enough mm-hmm. to like approach this. I want your guys opinion around the pant thing. <laughs> I mean, your fit is great. No, well, I appreciate that. But I, I, I had this thought it's in wet. my head. I had I have a wet dripping. fit. Dripping. Yeah. Drip, drip, drop. I had this thought in my head that was like, I just need to wear dickies and be neutral. And the fact that that's even like the dickies is such a skate uniform. Mm-hmm. To, it's like an every man. You don't like if you wear dickies, it, you don't have to be super. You can be super good. And they take they take on like a different uh, look, in my opinion. They become like more like a uniform. Like the skater's pant. Right. And then there's people you see wearing them who it's like, they're obviously brand new. Cause they're like, they're like, they're, the, they're still crisp. Yeah. The waist, the, the waist hasn't like settled. Yeah. yeah. The, the line is very prominent that they're like, there's room to wiggle in the waist. Cause it's so crispy and, and strict around them in a circle. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it blew my mind that I even think about that shit. Yeah. We get real granular with the, with the fits and how things fit and how they look. I mean, it matters. It does. To, to, to some, to most like, maybe. I feel like it has to matter to everyone. You, everyone's wearing clothes, you know. Like, there's a reason you put that thing on, even if you're not even consciously thinking about it. There's like uh, some form of effort or thought that goes behind it. Well, if you're not comfortable or if something snags, like you're not gonna be able to do the shit you want to do. Like I got there. Everybody's found the pair of jeans where you like go to do a trick and you're like, oh, I can't bend that I way. Literally can't the, go that the far. The pant has mm-hmm. <laughs> stopped me from moving. So, like, it does matter to a degree. That's also, like, why it's super impressive that people were doing shit in those fucking super tight jeans before they added spandex. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I would think. But didn't, I feel like women's pants, which is something that a lot of my friends would wear. Those those always had some form of spandex in them, right? Those are stretchy. Yeah. It's so odd to me that like older people skate transition when it looks like 
they could tear them apart. Like I am afraid of skating transition because I can see myself getting injured in so many different ways. Just trying to like get up the fucking thing, you know? That's what's so impressive with the 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 vets demo is like all those dudes were in their fifties or you know late forties fifties. I don't think anybody was in their sixties, but like, and they're still just going for it. Tony Hawk's still learning new shit, and like Jace, like I saw some clip of Jason Ellis and he and Hawk were both like challenging each other to learn kickflip indies again, and they were both just getting smoked, and it's like. Granted, they're more athletic and they've been skating and conti- they've never taken a break. So it's like that uh, Heath Kirchhart shit where it's just like, if I just keep getting hurt, my body's used to it. So it's not as jarring as like if you're working an office job and you roll your ankle off a curb and, you know, you never stop Ouch. talking about it. Can't, c- can't come in, boss. <laughs> my ankle swollen. <laughs> yeah. I know you're just sitting at a desk all day. <laughs> I can't sit here today. My ankle hurts. My ankle needs to be elevated. It's true, though. Um, But yeah, like, that's kind of, I mean, maybe we'll get 50-year-old street skating at that kind of level. Like, I kind of doubt it, but I mean, it'd be be someone like Reynolds or Ave, I think, if they're going to keep pushing it into that, those golden years. Whereas, vert dudes seem to be aging just fine. Okay. Is the impact less on vert, do you think? I think so. Just because you're just kind of floating in and out. It's a more controlled space, maybe, and you got pads, so like they've learned how to ditch and slide out. and they, they, It's a much more moment. Well, okay. I think that there's the ability to fall better, and I think they work it into their skating as well. Like, there's a way, like, you can, as much as... bail? Yeah, you're learning how to do tricks, or you're also learning how to bail. Like, Tony has... Uh, like a, I feel like a pretty pat, patented knee bail like that he slide. does. Yeah. yeah, but in skate, in street skating, I remember we would talk about um, how some of us, like my friend Johnny, was really good at kicking out. No one else was. Like we were taking primos to the floor. We were taking like things that many things like rocket flips that should have just been kicked out real good. You see it at street parks now. People like hardly fall at all. Mm-hmm. Even when they don't mess up on tricks, they're able to roll out of it. Or You were saying that about uh, Pedro Delfino. Oh, yeah. Can roll out of tricks pretty well. well. Yeah, some people like learn them, use the momentum with them. But also, like, dude, the difference between going off a flat plane, landing on another flat plane, and like all the different ways your feet could, can like slide and explode out and your knee can just... Like, the impact is just so much different, I think. Whereas, like, vert, yeah, you're, you are coming down, but it's also you're trying to catch it against the the vertical ramp. So it's kind of breaking your fall a little bit more. Right. Where you're it's sliding. Like, it's like, yeah, if you get pitched into the side of a ramp like Lizzie did, that that's <laughs> you're going to not, it's not going to go well. Jesus. But, like, uh, you know, versus jumping down El Toro, you know, it's only way out is down, baby. Yeah. So just, I think the physics of it, it's just less, uh, hard on the the body or just hard, hard on it in a different way, probably. But yeah. And that, that to me, that difference kind of lends itself to, I, I often try to like think to myself, is there, is it any good to separate the styles of skating, like street transition? And I think it, I, you don't think so? I think so, because I think street is all about expression. 
Like I think I think street skating in its truest form is, I think like you were saying, like a it's an act of aggression. Yeah, it's an aggressive kind of hostile because we. I think the goal a lot of the time in street skating is to like conquer whatever is not. I mean, I don't know what I mean by conquer, but or to like essentially get the trick over something, like to kind of exude or project your dominance onto something, force your will upon the spot. Yeah, and like some people work better with things. Like you guys see Dan Liu crook that that yeah the, you know, the that weird. thing that's over by a Chuck E. Cheese on mm-hmm. on uh, mm-hmm. I think Long Beach Boulevard. But that's a that's like a perfect example. Is like he he's working a little more harmoniously with it right there. But like the act of like skating stairs sometimes is so hostile and violent. Yeah. It's just a bomb well, from the top yeah. rope. And <laughs> you can definitely some people just have a style that's way more like working with and like or like working with their board in the spot, and it's just more fluid. Like Suchi looks like he's working with the spot. Like he's finding lines and flowing within the constraints of whatever he's able to calculate there. Mm-hmm. Whereas like a Fred Gall, he's like, every, he looks like he's wor- everything is working against him and he's still just like, that's yeah, true. I'm, I'm yeah. just going to uh, grudge fuck my way through this, but I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna get it, there. The, his words, right? <laughs> <laughs> Grudge. <laughs> that's how I. That's how I describe my st- style. I'm like, I'm just uh, fuck it till it works. Like, just keep Until jamming, like just it, jamming dude. away, <laughs> jamming on the one. Uh, uh, you wanted to talk about Mark Suchu. I did want to talk about Mark Suchu. Suchu. Yeah, I don't know what specifically, but he's been the only skater that's been on my mind recently. Cue Dream Woman. Dream Woman. <laughs> uh, just how calculated he is, and like how. I mean, his career in skateboarding has been fascinating. He's been around for a long time. As a young lad, started on Powell. It was crazy. Like, I didn't. I don't even remember those days. Yeah, he was like, he had a couple clips in the fun video. Oh, okay. Um, and then you know, sorry, go to Habitat. I didn't. You know, and he's been with Habitat since then. It's been since, like since Origin. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when Brennan Con- Conroy was really talking him up when they got him for Habitat. But that first part, I was just like, it didn't hit yet. Because I was just like, this is just some kid with like piped pants and a fucking crooked pants hat, for sure. hat. And like, <laughs> he was good. He was really good. But I, I didn't. You didn't see it? Yeah. And like, maybe getting on Habitat and just having that more Midwest or East Coast influence or. Maybe talking. To, I don't know what did it, but him. I think him moving, a that cross continental part. That's which the part. that was that was like. All right, you were right. Obviously, I you know, get it. I get it now. And then like going to school in New York or Philly. He went to Temple, so that's Philly. Yeah. And just like maybe I don't know. He is an interesting specimen for sure. And yeah. Just, and just the way he approaches skateboarding too. Like he's so methodical and. The fact that he put together that like weird line section in this last video part, the A B B A thing, brilliant. I yeah, I saw. I think Jankum did a write up about that, about all the the intricacies of that part, all the little Easter eggs that he gives you. <laughs> Which is just like, who else does that? Like, references skateboarding within your own skateboarding, but like oh, with yeah. homage and respect yeah. to like what it is and where it's from, you know. 
Interesting. I feel yeah. like that's been done in some. Like, I think Josh Stewart has done that before, and then also Stewart's like Stewart's a genius. The too. Atlantic Drift people have yeah. like thrown out some like either callbacks or like homages of some sort. Which they all kind of skate together, right? Um, yeah. I know Suchi's I mean, been in a drift, and then Stewart just films everybody, right? I think he still films. But Such- I, I've I've been a fan of Suchi since that cross count and all part. But I you look around and you see a lot of people just like not into it they're like he's pretentious or he's just whatever and i'm like maybe but like also don't we need somebody to be a little more curated to think about things a little outside of the box or like th- approach it a little differently to progress it in a different direction like do you just want people to approach the same thing the same way forever forever like, and like yeah, the dude reads books. If that makes you feel <laughs> insecure, I'm sorry. Maybe read a fucking book. Read a book, dude. I was, I was, I picked up on that, and you know what? I picked up on that too when he had that. I think it was Jankum again that followed him around. He went, he like purchased a book on the street, mm-hmm. and then like talked. He's like crit- critiquing their like book selection. Yeah, and but yeah, he talked at length about books as well, and but I. He a fucking literature major or something? Yeah. Why, why he, shouldn't he be interested in this kind of shit? Well, don't but don't you also feel I I feel like and it must it might not I really didn't think about it much growing up, but there is sort of an anti-intellectual vibe with skating. Very, very much. Yeah, just smoke weed every day, could, dude. Just be a yeah fucking child your whole life. Yeah, it's sort of like I don't know what a good analogy would be. It's like how meatheads are okay with intellectualism or like kind of. Uh, crunchy shit as long as it's like Joe Rogan approved <laughs> like skateboarding kind of has that same shit too where it's like all right well yoga's okay now because hey, you know these people did it but those I don't know but like somebody has it's, it's kind of this gatekeeping shit where it's like mm-hmm. someone cool has to yeah. do it and like and say it's okay to do it I mean I'm glad it hasn't stopped him from doing it because it's you know you do anything a little differently and somebody's gonna piss and moan about it so just be him. you, be you, and keep doing you. I, I'm a fan. Yeah, I always think about that switch backside flip he did on the, I think it's a ten in Sacramento. The one with like the marble wall. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly the one. You, you don't have much landing space. No, yeah, you're like, I don't know, feet. Right. <laughs> a few feet, six feet maybe. Yeah, that I love anything down that spot. There's been so much good shit done Classic. down it. Yeah. People pop like hell. I think it's the marble. Just that, oh, yeah. that super clean snap. Marble is such a good feeling. It's an insane feeling. Like everybody should have the pleasure of skating Pulaski just to skate flat ground there no at shit. least once in their life. <gasps> it's one of the best feeling spots. Pandemic ever. trip. We're still in the fucking pandemic. This is insane. No, it's trip. over. It's all over. <laughs> Says Rogan, <laughs> did Joe Rogan say it's over? Uh, who would be skateboarding to Joe Rogan? Can I? Can we be? <laughs> <laughs> I think we already are by well, virtue of not <clears throat> researching. Despite uh, <laughs> <laughs> speaking out of our ass. Yeah. Um, skate. That is uh, Retta. Well, like Retta. Retta <laughs> could bring that energy for sure. I but I. Retta's a. He's, I don't know. That's he's hard to say. Funny. Yeah, he, I mean, apparently Joe's funny, but <laughs> no. Um, that's a good question. Maybe the, that, that Jimmy Arihi Ari- guy, the Ruka guy. Yeah, the, the older class, but now like the older class is kind of uh, 
being edged out. So now it like would Gary. There's just there's probably like I think it is Gary. Gary Rogers. Yeah, I think it is Gary. Honestly. Huh. Yeah, maybe I'm just older than him, so I'm just like I, I I like that show and everything, but I just wish they would uh, write beforehand it seems like he just kind of riffs and you're like oh he totally riffs that's how it's edit you can see you could see it in the editing it's just go talk about it and we'll but take like, the funniest it, um, shit imagine that show if they like took, took a, time. a week to write jokes and like set it up and make it really good i feel like that loses its charm though then it feels way more robotic or, like, yeah maybe or maybe that's an opportunity for someone else to step up and do their version of it but then yeah. is it just biting him not if it's better. Was uh, there, the Colbert Report biting Daily Show? Maybe. Was well, it yeah. as good? <laughs> um, so we wanted to bring up uh, in our little uh, group text, Nike? Christian, in discussing what uh, to talk about today, you wrote that Nike is pulling out of skateboarding. What does that mean? I mean, I don't think they're, they're obviously pulling back. Because they've cut a bunch of contracts, like a Ooh. lot of the uh, John uh, Johnny Wilson crew, they <gasps> all got chipped. Whoa, um, why? I th- just that was the only thing that would make me buy a that's Nike. That's why I like them, dude. Yeah. Wow, because um, that's like the core skate group. I feel. Yeah. Um, Best videos, John Wilson. Like Guy Mariano yeah. got didn't like a bunch of contracts didn't get. Re- Guy Mariano got. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Here comes Vans. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or Adidas. <clears throat> nah, he wouldn't do that. Well, right. it's like there's only so many places anymore, and so many people could afford it. Karuma. So it's like, yeah, that's probably guy Ruma. If that happens, dude, <laughs> then they're a real brand. If that happens, we gotta protest. <laughs> then we're no, gonna guy, start wearing no. them o- outside <laughs> of the barracks. You, someone, some of the, you, you guys gotta know where it's at. So we'll show well, up. Well, it's it's like. It's very obvious. Like across the board, Nike has pulled back from the SB department. They've uh, they just didn't pick up a bunch of contracts, and you know maybe they're restructuring. I don't know. I'm not privy to the behind the scenes there. I don't know what's going on. You can only see that like they're no longer a sponsor for Street League. They've if not pulled back on these contracts. They don't seem to be making as big of a push for core shops. So it's like. Damn, you know, it's kind of crazy. Which is, it is crazy because I, I don't have any numbers to back this up, but like, online retail did a boom. Like, it was huge last year. Mm-hmm. So you can only assume that that was probably as true for Nike as much as anybody else. It's like people stuck at home. So a lot of people are getting fucking uh, unemployment checks or stimuluses, and dunks are coming out. The dunks. It's- train seemed to be rolling just fine throughout the whole pandemic uh, and, and more yeah no, it's, they didn't seem to like get any hot easier yeah. yeah but so like on one hand they're making all making just as much money as ever but then they're pulling back so it's like either that was the tiered approach heading into the olympics behind the scenes it's like well that's kind of convenient then in the the year after the olympics or the year of the Olympics uh, because of the pandemic, like suddenly all these contracts aren't being re-signed and you're not uh, investing as, I I don't, you know, I have, I put malicious intent. I like, you know, I don't know if it's like, and, but it is a dollars and cents things where it's if like, if you're at a corporation and you're, you know, 
this is all shit you have to consider. It's like, well, we're not going to invest longer than we have to. Like we've, it was the same shit how they got into skating because they just like just dumped all the money in for you know they flowed every they fucking like, local dude like the the flow section in uh, nothing but the truth is as long or longer than the whole fucking video <laughs> and like everybody knew somebody that was nike flow back back then and then you know fast forward five years and those dudes aren't really on nike anymore fast forward five more years and it's like yeah it's you it, it's like a it's like a sports contract. It's like you pay a lot up front. The longer the contract goes, the the smaller the sum is per year. And then, you know, let's reevaluate the contract. And it's like, oh, we're not going to re-sign you because your value isn't as high anymore. So, I don't know what their reasons are. That would be my speculation that it's just timing. And then, with the Olympics and the pandemic, that maybe they're planning. 10 years down the line with now because it's like great we had a good year because of the pandemic but who's to say what's going to happen in the next three so let's you know pull back a little bit let's be more like the the grasshopper than the rabbit or whatever that fucking (laughs) fable is they kind of like monopolize the skate shoe industry you know like it would seem that way swooped everyone yeah. And then now they're just going to leave skateboarding out to dry? Well, they have all they have the most resources, I would I mean, I don't know if that's a fact, but they definitely have a lot of resources. So, right. yeah, I it's something I noticed when I was in London for a little bit that most skaters who were probably like amateur or flow, a lot of good those around a lot of good dudes, they all were covered in Nike. Like, head-to-toe shit. And that's cool. Like, out there, that is not a problem. Like, you see that shit on everybody. Like, they, they'll they have full jumpsuits, everything. But he saw a lot of that. And I was just looking around like there. I think I even said it to someone. And I'm like, it just didn't look good for... At the time, even, I was thinking, like, bands. I was thinking, like, more core skate shoe companies. America. Yeah, Amer- America was definitely on. Like, there's actually a kid there sponsored by America. And in the back of my head, I was like, why? Tom mm. Knox used to be sponsored by America. Yeah. They should have held on to that. That would have been sick. New Balance, though. Yeah. Nike and Adidas, obviously, they have, like, a... There's just a bigger international presence and an international reach. It's also why, like, Australia, like, the, those videos are so, like, great. Because it's, like, they've been down there forever. Mm-hmm. And they've, you know, they've been building that up for so long. I wanted to point something out. I don't know if you guys think about this, but when you talked about Nike pulling back, I kind of feel like Adidas has also been on that trajectory. Yeah, for sure. Because the thing I know, I've always kind of had a soft spot for Adidas skate shoes for their design. I always thought their shoes were really cool. Um, The 3ST stuff, kind of not my thing. It's funny because I really like those. This is what I noticed from a consumer standpoint. It really tells me a lot. Actually, it probably doesn't tell me anything. It just makes me my mind kind of start to work a little bit. But on the Adidas site, it has become harder and harder to just go straight to skate shoes. Like you had to, at one point, click one link and then go back and then click another link to get to the skate shoes. And then on top of that, in their whole line of skate shoes, they'll throw in like, lifestyle shoes right that to me is a death knell it's like there to me it's it's sort of like uh 
takes the veil back a little bit and you see why it's really there or what it's really for. Like they Sup- just support us in any aspect of your life. Right. Not just skateboarding. Like we don't have the most um we're not it's not so much in good faith that we're here. We're here to sell shoes. We're which here is, to make money. Yeah. In any way we can. Which is and but then that's why you see people getting real gnarly about like core brands versus corporate i mean i don't feel like anyone talks about that anymore but they've been all the core all the core all the corporate brands just gave the core people jobs and now yeah i mean that was always the worry it was like yeah they can throw money at uh skateboarding all they want but that they are not in this the same boat like skateboarding is its own boat and they're throwing money into the boat but what so if skateboarding goes into choppy waters they're just gonna pull up their anchors and head back to where they came from and that Mm -hmm. was always the the concern and we're kind of seeing that a little bit as we're heading into choppy waters in in terms of whatever pick pick anything whatever (laughs) whatever you want to focus on but um socially environmentally whatever politically um that but the damage is that's the point now at this at this air and maybe like the damage is done like for the, sure most of the companies that were around when nike came in aren't around anymore and i'm not saying they wouldn't have fucked up and gotten down with the shit like fuck uh shot themselves in the foot on their own but having a giant fish in the same waters as you stealing all your your up and comers finding your up and comers uh, stealing your veterans or not even stealing, but offering another opportunity for your veterans to come over here more money and, you know, add to your, your, um, resume or writers or whatever you call it, rather than build up something from the ground up that would have been endemic and like organically rooted in the thing that is going to give it's part of its own ecosystem what somewhat. And, but it's also like, that's always been the worry, but it was also like skateboarding kind of fucked itself in general anyway because it overextended. Like a lot of the brands that aren't doing as well uh, now also were like, well, let's get into motocross and let's get into BMX and let's get into this. And it's like, that's all well and good because it's like, why not support these other like quote unquote action sports or counterculture things? But, you know, if you're not, if you're not rooted in what you what got like that's what fucked vans like in the 90s that's why they almost went under it's like they got to trying to do this big box design and they weren't doing their volk shoes that made them what they are it's like it's like if converse had just been like yeah we don't really care about the chuck taylor we're not like we're gonna go chase these puffy like s designs and you have to do that to a degree but it's also like you have to have your version know who you are and know what got you to where you are. Like skateboarders made vans. They they designed the shoes. They brought them to the market. The reason why v- v- Rowley reinvented that brand mm-hmm. with his shoe, and Vans knows it. Steve Van Doren fucking knows it. Like that's why he's very vocal about thanking skateboarders and skateboarding. Nike is not a skateboarding company. Adidas is not a skateboarding company. They are a sports company that has a skateboarding division 
And when the budget needs to get tightened, skateboarding is where it's going to get tightened, and that's kind of what we're seeing. Yeah. But, you know, sorry, DVS and Etnies and everybody else that's like either Vox and iPath and you know, all the other companies that's they're just gone. Circa decline. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's just... Decline was a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah? Decline, sure. Uh, I Habitat shoes. You know, Mark Suchu bringing it back. Yeah. You know, what was so weird. It was you were talking about Nike, and I, I was having these like political cartoons kind of flash before my eyes, and I, it ended up on the you know that, I think it's like Dewey's Pest Control out here, where it's the guy with the <laughs> the guy in the like t- the tuxedo, and he has a piece of cheese in one hand, and he has a mallet behind his back, and there's oh, just like yeah. a very curious little rat looking at him. Like skateboarding's the rat. And then Nike and Adidas and all, they're the they're the mallet, you know, they got the mallet behind their back for at any point. It's yeah. like skate you we we fantasize, we we um put skateboarding on such a pedestal that we feel like at least I do, and I I honestly truly believe this that it ha- it should have equal footing when it comes to representation on those websites. But it the harsh reality is it's like, like you said, the moment shit gets tight. I mean, they're gone because they, yeah, because they know, I mean, just with the way like skaters go through sponsors in general, as far as shoes go, it's like, you can kind of wear anything down there and, you know, have a good time. Vote with your dollar. That's what it boils down to. It's like, right. And I, but I get it. It's like, wear, wear the shoe that is comfortable and you like it, you know, but know that. You're, because you vote with your dollar, what you wear and what you purchase is somewhat of a political act. So, like it, what you're you're vouching for, and you know whatever your value are, that, what value is that guides you towards that purchase is different for everybody. Because it's like, if you have the luxury of being like, I will choose not to buy the shoe that I think will last longer because I respect this brand's values more or their history more. That's a, that's a luxury that not everyone mm-hmm. has. Mm-hmm. Like some kid that doesn't like has to kind of just go to the shop and wear what their parents will can't buy afford. is or can't afford. Yeah, exactly. It's like doesn't make you any less of a skateboarder or care less about what your what this is and what you're about. It's just your value like your and your values can change. And but mm-hmm. like people try to make it into this black and white thing because it's just easier for you to argue about or like to file away in your brain like it's either this or that and it's like the world is not a binary dynamic most anything it's not this side or this side it's like a fucking dungeon and dragons die of sides it's like well over here you know but it's not that doesn't that isn't conducive for a a, a, you know a a comment board argument where it's like you know yeah (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Follow us on Instagram at Double yes. Primo. Uh, yes. like, if you like what you're hearing, tell your friends. That's how we get more followers. If you're uh, a small skate shop, you got a small brand, you want us to send send us anything, just reach <laughs> out. We'll uh, we'll we'll try it out. We'll if we like it, we'll uh, we'll promote it as much as we can or as much as you pay us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but yeah, until then, uh, we'll keep doing it, and you keep checking back in. Thanks so much. I'm Christian. Thank you so much. I'm Adam. Hi, I'm Sergio. We're getting the fuck out of here. Go skate. Every Sunday, double primo. Get it. Love you. There we go.